Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode three. It's Heather Harris and Nico. And we are coming to you uh, with another episode week. Today's topic is all about vulnerability. Have you ever been vulnerable with other people and other moms? This is going to be the question I want you guys to think about as we reflect on today's podcast. So vulnerability, let's think about this in terms of current day society. Vulnerability, in my opinion, is been taught to us to be somewhat of a weakness or vulnerability is we can't do that because if we do that, then we're opening ourselves up. And so I think in this culture of everyone being, like I say, siloed and in their own families, vulnerability has been somewhat viewed as not a negative thing, but just not something to do. Would you agree, Nico? Kind of something like icky, something we hide away. And yeah, yeah, because it makes us weak. And, you know, especially I think with social, like we always feel like we have eyes on and we need to present this certain uh, persona or image that people, that people see us and they won't judge us for more. We all want the, oh my goodness, look at her go. She's amazing. She can do it all. And it's all perfect. You know, right. we don't want to burst that bubble because we, we need that. Um, we need them to be like, oh my goodness, you're amazing. Like we need their, what is the word I'm looking for? We need their validation. Validation. That is Ed Heather. See, good it, team. We need, <laughs> but, yeah, of course. Right? We read each other's minds. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think when we think about vulnerability, I, we wanted this to be part of the podcast because I think when we're talking about getting selfish as a mother, we also need to consider getting vulnerable as a mother, because when, when we think about vulnerability, if we're vulnerable, we can actually build upon our happiness and our joy. Mm -hmm. And what I like to think about it as is also I'm a creative being. I'm a creative person and I have a lot of outside of the box thinking. And, you know, when I was a child, it was almost like taught to me, like, "Mm, keep your ideas to yourself. Like, don't, you know, like I think sometimes as a child, it was suppressed. Mm -hmm. And as adults, I figured out that in order to make meaningful connections with other women who are in the same kind of stages of life as me with, with children um, at different ages, I think vulnerability, being vulnerable can actually open up the door to creativity and building upon new relationships that you never thought you could and, and learning new, learning more about yourself. I would 100% agree with that. And like you and I were discussing just a little bit before we got going here, it has changed my relationships immensely because I've gotten selfish, because I've taken time to work on me and take care of me and listen to what I need. I've gotten to know who I am, right? And I am able to be vulnerable now because I'm... I'm more confident in myself. I know myself better. I believe in myself more because I built those things up by being selfish. When we commit to and take care of ourselves, we build, we build those things up. And so I need less validation from the outside 
everybody, like we give so much weight to these people in our lives that are, you know, they're not an important person in our life. Just somebody watching me on Instagram isn't, why are they weighing in on my life? Or why do I feel like I need to present this persona to them? Um, so when we need that less validation, we can have meaningful connections with the people that matter most to us because we're comfortable in our skin or we learn to, we learn who we are. We learn what we need. Um, and I'll give you one quick example before I forget because the, the wheels go around and if it doesn't come back in a timely manner, I'll completely forget. But on this journey of taking care of myself um, and learning about myself, um, I've always had a bit of a rough not a rough relationship with my mom, but just um, kind of like I, there was a wall. I had a wall there. And it was because um, growing up, like I wanted a different relationship from her than she was able to give me. I wanted to talk to her um, or her to talk to me about vulnerable things, right? About becoming a young woman and, you know, all of the things. And she didn't give that to me. So at 43, <laughs> I finally figured out, you know, I'm keeping that resentment. Like it's still a wall in our relationship. And until I kind of figured that out for myself, I was able to be vulnerable with her and have that conversation with her. And it's helped heal our relationship. But again, I never would have done that had I not taken the time to get selfish for myself and understood like that deep seated what's kind of going on. Um, and in that process of figuring that out, built up the confidence to be able to have that vulnerable conversation. Oh, I love it. I right? love it. I too can really resonate with that because I grew up similar with a mother that was very much about perfectionism. And she, um, her whole happiness was built on what other people thought of her. Mm -hmm. And so as a child, uh, I, I think I really... I didn't learn how to love myself. Uh, everything was based off of academics and that equaled success and that equaled um, like, a, you know, a happy girl. And so, um, so obviously as an adult, life has not been that way. <laughs> right. I've had a lot of different hiccups along the way. And so this idea of perfectionism that my mother drove so deep into my subconscious mind mm -hmm. has actually plagued me a lot of my adult life. And um, unfortunately, my mother is not here today. She passed away actually about 13 years ago. However, I now, if I had that opportunity to talk with her, I think what I would be teaching her as her daughter is to be vulnerable because that woman never truly loved herself. And it, it, uh, as a, as a 36 year old woman now, uh, and she was 51 when she passed, I wish that she had have loved herself right. because that was the lesson that I have. I think the legacy really that she's left me is that I saw what that did to her. It just made her more sick and ill and unfortunately took her life. And so the, the whole topic of vulnerability is super profound in my life because as a mother myself now, I don't want to repeat the same mistakes. Right. I, I agree. And I, again, I grew up too. We didn't talk about the things. So you just put them away. Right. Yep. Um, and, Definitely. Um, you know, I've talked about the changes I've made in the last few years. My kids are now 17 and 19, but I see like that perfectionism in my son. 
very much so. Um, because again, that's, that was the role model that I was for a great number of years. Right. And I certainly can't like go back and fix that or even beat myself up about that because that's who I was. Um, but the conversation can also change. Right. And it's never too late to do better. Um, but him seeing me, you know, fail at things or him seeing me, uh, approach things differently or just have different conversations or not pr- try and present this perfect anyone to the like w- what is that even right and just having those real yeah. conversations with what them is perfect, right mm-hmm. right like our kids need to see us uh not do okay or we can we can have those tough conversations with them like mom's you know I'm like I'm really having a struggling or having a really hard day today. And, and this is why, and I mean, of course we're going to keep it appropriate, but also honest, I think is what's most important there. I completely agree. And I think even in terms of vulnerability with emotional regulation, mm-hmm. um, I actually was an extremely anxious individual, the older I got, because life is not perfect and right. it can't be. And so um, it was after, and again, I, I bring up my mother's passing because it was kind of a pivotal shift in my whole um, life because no longer did I have that role model, so to speak, right? And so, um, yeah, I mean, in terms of like, my father was certainly not that <laughs> figure for me. So at 22, I had to really figure it out. And, you know, everything that my mom had built was perfect and to not be vulnerable, like, you know, like sort of put it under the rug or shove shove the emotions away in the closet, so to speak. Um, Suddenly that didn't work anymore. Right. Because now I'm 22. I'm trying to figure my life, my career. I'm, you know, I just uh, I'm thinking about marriage and children and none of that's perfect. It was setting me up for absolute failure, which then turned into an anxiety disorder. So um, what I ended up feeling uh, when I became a mom was really either to stay on this wreck of an anxiety train my whole life mm-hmm. or to get control and and be vulnerable and show my children in an appropriate way, obviously, that mommy's not always perfect. And this is, this is the the best time for our kids to learn when we're imperfect, because they learn that, you know, crying and emotions are absolutely okay. And it's part of releasing that and letting go so that you can make room for the next thing when when life gets back on track. Um, My mother, I never hardly saw emotion from my mom. And that was really hard for me as an adult because I didn't know how to show sadness or frustration. Everything was always, like you said, right? Perfectionism. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. (laughs) That became my new mantra (laughs) in university. (laughs) Right? It's okay to not be okay, mummies. (laughs) Absolutely. So, well, and we let our kids, like, if they just see us as perfect, they don't, that's how they think they have to be. That's right? right. That's so right. we have to, we have to show them. And again, it's one thing to say it, um, but actions speak much louder than words. And our kids know what's going on, even very young, right? That's they can sense if you're really struggling. Um, so yes, again, I'm not airing. I think there's a real difference between being open and honest and sharing dirty laundry, right? Yes. Um, even when we connect with friends, I think there's a big difference between that. Um, Huge yeah. Right. But we need to let our kids know I don't, it's all okay. Like we can, yeah. we can have great days. We cannot have great days. 
Um, but I think too, the vulnerability and how we were talking about that too, Heather was, um, obviously role modeling it for our kids, but being there for other moms too, right. Yes, when we have to present this, like, I remember I was ridiculous. Like if somebody was coming over, all my laundry had to be done, folded oh and put goodness. away. Me too. Me like, too. What is that? And what good friend is going into your closet to check your laundry? Nobody. Nobody <laughs> cares. Nobody. <laughs> Like I would just get ridiculous. And again, it stresses you out. It takes away from the joy of the visit for goodness sakes. What? Like it's just honestly. So with you on that, because even when my first, my baby came home and my mother-in-law was coming over and there was like, and even my friends and whoops, and everything had to be perfect. And I was getting to this point where I was resenting visitors um, and and I was closing myself off from the very much support that I needed. Right. And so I look back at that now and think I was ridiculous. Like the dirty dish in the sink can stay in this friggin' sink. Like I just had a baby. I was recovering. I felt like I'd been hit by a truck. Um, and I was, my, my child was always hungry. So I was always nursing her around the clock. And so of course I couldn't be perfect. I couldn't wash that dish. I couldn't fold the laundry. No, I love mean, that you use that as an example. And the yeah. right people are going to get that. But the thing is too, right? We are so hard on ourselves. We set ourselves up. So I can't relax until all those things are done in my house because I'm worried about what that person's going to think of me. Well, there it's, it's actually not anything about them. It's just about me and my insecurities. And when I go to somebody else's house, am I judging them on that, right? When when I went as young moms, if we went and visited, are we judging somebody's house about, you know, how it looks? Probably not. You know what I mean? And even more so, if we could show ourselves that bit of compassion, we have more of that to give other moms too, right? Definitely. Letting go, because they say things like that, we don't have to give. If, if we don't have it for ourselves first, right? Which again is coming back to that point, get selfish, right? That's you right. have to learn to give yourself grace and compassion so that you have it to give others and have more meaningful connections with people. So that is the message today in this podcast is A, it is okay to not be okay. And B, 100%. it is okay to seek out support and let, it, let people know um, that you need help. Because in those moments, you will find more joy. I guarantee it. And And strengthen connections with those people, right? Yes, absolutely. And um, for for those of you who are listening, who may be struggling and thinking, oh, you know, everybody else has got it together. I guarantee we don't. We don't. Um, (laughs) We all have ups and flows in our life. And the more we can make that normal, the more we can open up that discussion and um what am I trying to say for our children so we're going to try to better the next generation so that we can stop this ridiculousness because we need to be vulnerable in order to survive in our life right right and that's that is exactly one of the things that I think social has made so hard so many people use it as a measuring stick for their own lives like oh my goodness you know these people have all their decorations done and they've done all this baking and they have to And, you know, why am I not there yet? Like, and we, again, it comes back to, I remember thinking I had to do all this baking because it was a stay-at-home mom and I have to send it in with the kids because back then you could actually do that. Could you imagine trying to send baked goods right now? Just saying. (laughs) 
Um, but I felt like, I felt like that's what people would expect or that's what a good mom did. So I right. would do all this baking and, you know, it had to be perfect. And I hated every second of it. And, you know, for what? Right? Like, it's, it's not worth, it's no, not worth. we just, not hold, um, and, and I think, again, social has just exacerbated that. Like we hold ourselves up to what other people are doing. When, if we just were all honest with one another, nobody has their shit together. We're all struggling in different ways, but as a community coming together and leaning in on one another, my bad day is not going to be the same day as your bad day, hopefully. So that when you're not feeling great, I can lend you strength. And the same goes when I'm having a bad day. We, that was so beautifully said. We, as a community, need to hold each other up strong, right? Because you're right. Some of us are going to be up another day and some of us are going to be down. But like you said, it's a sisterhood. It's how we can help each other uh, to, because we all know that we're there on different days. And sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. So if we can all link arms together, uh, whether that's over social or in real person these days with COVID being so frustrating, but yeah. let's try to unite together and spread this message. This needs to be right. Nika, yeah. this needs to be taught to I us. Know. Our and daughter. I, <laughs> yes, for sure. And sons, right? Because again, sons, ab- absolutely. A absolutely. Big deal I'm too. thinking like mothers, mothers, yes. mothers, because yes. we really take a lot of the brunt of it. So, but yes, mothers with their daughters and sons, teaching that so that the next generation doesn't need to feel this way. I know. And people are worried about judgment again, if they're opening up or trying to be vulnerable, but you know what, the more we're vulnerable with one another, there isn't judgment, right? Because we're sharing as well. So you have to participate in the conversation. If you just sit and watch, you know, that's on you. And it's probably because you're not giving yourself grace and compassion and you do feel like somebody else is judging you. But again, if you participate in the conversation, I think people will find out quickly. Um, We all need connection. We are social creatures that we won't judge each other, especially again, as as moms, as women, because we know how freaking hard it is, right? Oh, freaking hard sometimes. So yeah, absolutely. Let's not judge. Let's be compassionate, compassionate from yourself. And then if you're compassionate and self-love for yourself, then you can spread that to others. Right. And be vulnerable. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Love, love, love. Yes. A good message as we head into the holidays or the holiday season anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, to make good connections, because I think too, Heather, would you agree? This is going to be a bit of a challenging season for a lot of people. Um, I think so. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. It's a different year. So um, connect with your, with your fellow moms um, because there's going to be a lot of different things this year. And we, and I know we've talked about that too, creating new traditions, Mm -hmm. new um, like getting, getting comfortable with, this new life that we're in with 2020 and beyond. So, right. And maybe reaching out yeah. to moms um, like that we're friends with or in groups with um, sharing stories, maybe about one of our struggles. If you open the conversation, I think you'll quickly find that people need to talk. Right. Absolutely. So if, if, if we're brave enough to take that first step, um, we open the door for other people to not be perfect or not feel like that they can't reveal a struggle as well. Right. I think that's such a great strategy um, just to 
Yeah, because in order to build that connection, we first need to be the, the vulnerable person, right? right? So it starts with us. And then we, we build that bridge to, to connecting stronger, more meaningful relationships, which is what we need for survival, right? Mm-hmm. We are creatures that require so much. And this year especially has been very difficult for us to connect. And social media is not reality. So no. get, um, just get used to that idea that it, just because there's a picture, that doesn't mean that it's reality. Yeah. Right? right. And we need connection. And you can't have connection if you don't let them see you. Right. Exactly. So that's what I mean. If you share your truth. And again, I'm not talking about airing dirty laundry on Facebook or social. No. Like, I'm, I'm talking about in our groups or even just reaching out to friends that you know, friends that you've been in, like even acquaintances, just how are you doing today, mom? I know I'm struggling today because I should have been at a Christmas party and I'm really missing, you know, interacting with like just sharing those stories and opening the door to communicate um, and let them see you, right? Your people that you can help or um, somebody that needs it will reach out as well. Yes. Let them see you because that's really what they, that's what everybody wants. That's in in reality, we all want is to know, to know who, you know, to know our neighbors, to know our community. Um, Not just through school, but yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Right. So if we, if we do it first, be the brave one. I don't think you'll be met with, with anything other than love and support. So absolutely. So I hope that's been helpful and we will see you on the next episode. Yes. Selfish as a mother. So go find a way to get selfish ladies. Take a few minutes just to yourselves, right? Absolutely. All right. It's what you, it's what you needs. All right. Bye for now, ladies. Bye everybody.